there has been a lot of chatter lately about the movie One Night in Miami, a fictional account of high-profile celebrities gathering for serious dialogue. But recently, I was party to a reunion of non-celebrities, a real-life gathering of substance during One Night in Northfield. Quote, you can't go home again, unquote. Famous quotation by Thomas Wolfe. This might be one of the most quoted lines in all of literature. Its popularity is made more remarkable because people like to use it either to assert its truth or to use it as the basis for positing its opposite, that one can indeed go home again. Today, I'm compelled to use it in the latter sense, that home can be a welcome place if your heart and the right people are there. Katie and I experienced the truth of that last week when we traveled back to Northfield, Minnesota for the first time in 15 years. We have driven through town and cruised past our former house, but for whatever reasons, we haven't connected with old friends or arranged for an overnight stay. There are no animosities or feelings of good riddance, only a life that seemed to move on 15 years ago to new spaces, just like the move that brought us to the beautiful little town some 31 years prior to that. As soon as we had realized that we were not well suited to the urban insanity of the Twin Cities, Katie and I quickly identified Northfield as a great place for us to live. The presence of St. Olaf and Carleton Colleges Cannon River, an arboretum, a quaint and vibrant downtown all defined the community as the right place for us to live and eventually raise our kids. It was all of that and more. We were amazed at the speed with which we made friends. There was Lee, owner of the local hardware, Bob, who owned an old style small town department store where you could find everything from boots to Girl Scout uniforms. Ed, owner and baker-in-chief at one of the best bakeries ever, and one of our favorite stops. Jim, my doctor and very quickly a handball and tennis partner. Dave, president of the local bank, and many good people at St. Olaf College. We were at home as soon as we were in town. Among the many, none were better than Jim and Donna, and soon added to that pantheon was Anne. I met Jim as a fellow handball player at the St. Olaf Courts, but we quickly discovered Kindred's perspectives on many of life's conundrums. It did not take long for us to introduce our wives to one another, and an entirely separate friendship blossomed between them. Whether on the handball racquetball courts, dinners together, cross-country skiing, working on house projects, discussing adoption, or just laughing out loud, we spent lots of good times together. Within a few years, Anne came to Northfield and joined Jim in the classics department at St. Olaf. Needing a place to live that was close to campus, Anne followed Jim's suggestion to talk with us, as he knew we had an upstairs apartment in our home. 
And so the loop was complete. Anne was colleague to Jim by day, tenant to us by night, friendships that were affirmed daily across different venues. How we failed to maintain those close friendships since our eventual move from Northfield is a puzzle to all of us. At the mere mention of seeing each other again, the only real question was how soon can we do it? The excitement of a reunion was palpable for Katie and me, and we immediately targeted an overnight stay as our summer highlight. Last week, we went to the places we had been. We hiked the Arboretum. We walked the St. Olaf campus. We checked into an Airbnb that was just two blocks from our former house, the home where we raised our four kids. We toured the downtown streets, reimagining the shops that once anchored the town. We relived memory after memory, correcting each other on little facts, beaming in the recollection of beautiful moments, marveling at the extent of the changes in our little town. Most of all, we had dinner. Jim and Donna invited all of us to their home, a beautiful home nestled into heavy woods and tumbling hills, a log home where once upon a time I had even helped Jim throw logs around as he prepped for building. The site was more breathtaking than 15 years ago, now surrounded by mature trees reflecting the beauty of age. As did our three hosts, Jim and Donna and Anne were virtually unchanged since our last goodbye, whether due to outstanding genetics or a wishful desire on our part, the time might have stood still. In either case, it allowed the five of us to resume a deep friendship within moments, to act as though the intervening years had never taken place, to assume the rhythm and energy of our earlier times. Anne is more creative, animated, and full of mirth than even her younger self, a guarantee to lift people up in an age where there is much lifting to be done. Donna is her match, an ebullient force of energy that begs for exchange and awe. Jim is the Renaissance man I always knew him to be, but with even more and disparate interests than anyone could ever imagine. Our night in Northfield was blessed by the presence of people who have meant a great deal to our lives, in spite of 15 years of separation. It was a revelation to discover that time holds no sway with deep friendship and that, yes, you can go home again. A return to former life and place will never look or feel exactly the same because our existence is dynamic changing by definition. But you can go home again if what you seek is essentially what's already in your heart. Memories may fade in certain details, but once made, they are forever. Friendships may start up and perhaps fade due to life circumstances, but they don't go away. The good things in our lives remain with us, even long after we may not be able to remember them. And every once in a while, if the cosmos is willing, those memories align perfectly with current realities. What results is a gleaming moment in time, like we had one night in Northfield.